Welcome to Chocolate Chat Cafe Candid Conversations, a podcast designed to give moms and women a place to have real, raw, and authentic dialogue, all while helping build a thriving business and life of joy and freedom. Hi, I'm your host, Tamara C. Gooch, founder and CEO of Pink Pearl LLC, certified master coach, international best-selling author, transformational speaker, and trainer. Now, as moms and business owners, our time is valuable. That's why this show <clears throat> is short on time and big on action. Each episode, we'll dive into a candid conversation around various topics, ultimately learning what it means to work smarter, grow our influence, never stop learning, and flourish in business, our family, and in life. So grab your drink of choice, sit back, and let's chat. Well, today we have a beautiful soul on um, our show, Chocolate Chat Cafe. And instead of me introducing her to, um, to our listeners, I'm going to let her introduce herself to the listeners and tell everyone a little bit about herself. Well, hello, hello, hello. hello. I am so happy to be here. Um, I count it as a pleasure and I thank you for inviting me here. My name is Nainye Jordan, um, but I go by Nainye J. And I am an ordained minister and life coach. I'm also a co-author in three anthologies. But my life's passion and purpose is helping people establish extraordinary relationships. And with those relationships, their relationship with themselves, with God, and with others. And so I also counsel people in marriages, helping their marriage become extraordinary, helping it become stronger, getting to know who you really said these vows to. Mm -hmm. And so that is definitely my purpose and my passion. I seek to empower women and men, uh, but mostly women, me being a chocolate woman myself, Mm -hmm. um, but to empower them to know what a good relationship consists of. I think a lot of us like to be in relationships, but we don't necessarily understand what it takes to have a relationship that is balanced mm. on both ends. You know, okay. as a, as a nurse, I'm a nurturer, just I'm a natural nurturer as a mom. I'm a nurturer. Mm -hmm. And so in relationships, what we tend to do is we tend to nurture instead of finding out who are we really dealing with mm. and knowing who we are first, so that we can be that balanced bookend to whoever we are connected to. And so, so mm -hmm. you, you mentioned, you know, who you are as mm -hmm. the, the mother, the nurturer, the mom, the wife, mm -hmm. uh, the businesswoman, um, the author, so many, so many hats that you wear um, and I love what you mentioned about your life's purpose, because I think with everything that we do, it starts with that relationship um, and a relationship with ourselves. So share with us a little bit about your passion that comes into play with what you do surrounding 
relationships? And was there something that you personally experienced that causes you to let relationships be your focus and your purpose and walk in what you do in the world of business? Yes, absolutely. Um, what ignited my passion was growing up in a two-family home, a, a, a two-parent home, and I saw them in relationship, but they didn't understand each other. They didn't understand the needs of each other. So they just kind of operated the way they felt that society thought they should operate. And so in the midst of that, later on, um, finding my, my own husband finding me and us developing this relationship, we just kind of mimic the insecurities and the, um, the dysfunction that we had been a part of. We just, we, we kept mimicking it. We kept mimicking it. And at one point I was about 27 years old. I recognized this is not working. Mm. This is not working. Something is wrong here. Yeah, we, we together, but I'm not really happy. And I really don't think he is either. I think we are faking the funk. Mm. I really think we are faking the funk. And so we had a conversation. We had a conversation and I'm telling you, that conversation turned into a defining moment mm -hmm. where we went through, you know how they have like degrees of uh, dealing with grief and anger. Yes. We went through several, several different degrees, uh, even pointing towards divorce. Mm. And um, it took a lot of growing up. It took a lot of God. And through that, through our different degrees, Mm -hmm. three things that uh, came out of that for me and for him too I believe my relationship with God becomes became stronger because I realized that I had made my husband my God mm. and so I had to develop a relationship with God my relationship with myself I figured out who I was because everything prior to that was predicated on my socioeconomic status, the color of my skin, uh, the fact that I had a father who was a drug addict, I had a mother who was passive. And so all of those things came into play and I thought that they defined me. And even though I, that was the environment I was in, that's mm -hmm. not who I was. Okay. And then my relationship with my husband flourished in ways that I never thought was passable. I thought we were headed to the court. Uh, but where we ended up is a much better place. And so uh, that was definitely a defining moment. Well, you, you said something that that was a wow moment that I truly think um, the audience needs to really hear and really kind of listen to that thing because I see so many women, so many relationships that are suffering because of two things you mentioned. And I think they're at the, at the three things that are at the basis and the foundation as to why so many relationships fail, so many marriages fail, is God isn't at the head. Mm. 
you mentioned you made your husband your God. Yeah. And your relationship with yourself was not where it needed to be. So that not having that relationship with you, you didn't, you lost you in the midst of him. That right there was so good. And I hope somebody listening right now catches that because that needed to be said to set somebody free because that relationship that a woman needs to have with herself, then she can better serve and allow herself to be the help me to yes. her husband. Yes. While not feeling as if that role, that submissive role is a weak role because it's not. That's it. That's right. It is a very powerful role, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> I love, love, love what you said. That struck a chord because I get a lot of women in my inbox who come with issues. And that's one of the things that hits me. Mm -hmm. They don't have a relationship with themselves. Mm -mm. And they've made their spouse their God. Yeah. I don't even think women recognize that that's necessary. When you Can talk you about can you okay. share some of the things that women need to do to help them recognize those things? The number one thing is your relationship with God. He mm. is who really revealed that to me mm. because as I um, was going through, we, I mean, we were going through a really turbulent time and I sat in my living room one day and I said, Lord, you know, I, I, what is going on here? Now, I, I really felt like you sent this man to me. And, you know, you've been telling me to, you know, hang in there, do this, that, and the other. It's not working. Yeah. So am I not hearing you? Is this your voice that I'm hearing? And I'm telling you, just like we are talking right now, mm. he spoke to me and said, yes, he is for you, but you don't even know who you are. You have lost yourself. You made him your God. You don't even seek me no more. Mm. If, if, if you come up, and I'm telling you... You guys, this is really what was happening in my life. When I came home from work, if I had a hard day at work, if my husband didn't respond a certain way, I acted like a four-year-old toddler. I cried. I pouted. I, and I expected him. I expected him to make me happy. I expected him to have like joy on a, on a platter to oh. serve me every day. Now, mind you, at the same time, I didn't care how his day had went. I didn't care if he had had a difficult time in his, and, and, mm -hmm. and, and at this time, he was with a Fortune 500 <coughs> company in, in corporate America. And I had, I didn't ask him not one time how his day was going, what was wow. going on. I expected him to cater to me when he got home. I expected him to be the best husband, to be the best uh, father, to be the best friend, <clears throat> to be the, everything. And God is saying, it's not that I won't give you that, but you have to have a relationship with me first. Right. And through my relationship with God, through me not expecting that from my husband, but now expecting it from God, expecting God to be my joy, expecting my relationship with God to be first and foremost. 
once I start getting up in the morning and giving God praise, Lord, I thank, yes. you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for ordering my steps in your word. I, I thank you, Lord, that you are my leading um, mm. guide. You are my guide. As I did that, he started speaking to my spirit. Well, honey, not only am I your leading guide, but do you understand that you are the joy of my life? Do you understand that you are the apple of my eye? Do you understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made? Do you, oh, shoot. I tell Come you, on. God was throwing compliments on me. And, you know, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Uh, me, God, is, I'm the one you're talking about. And he said, yes. Yes. yes I want to be in a level fair with you. I want to yes. be in with you. And as I develop that, I'm telling you, my whole just ambiance changed. My aura mm. changed. When I came into the house, and, and I'm telling you, my husband noticed it. Mm. He noticed it. He like, dang, baby. Because he had got to the point where he was sitting out in the car. I would notice he was sitting out in the car for 30, 35, 40 minutes before he even came in the door. Wow. And I'm like, what is he doing out there? Because he didn't want to, he didn't know who he was going to open the door to. Mm. You know, he did not know who he was going to open the door to. And, and this goes both ways. So if you yeah. are in a relationship yeah. and you see your husband doing these type of things or vice versa, you see your wife doing these type of things, it's time to take some time out and just review what's going on. Right. talk to God see what's going on and once we start having these conversations once he said baby you you a different person you know you, you understand when I'm going when he came in baby you know how's your day going how you mm-hmm. know where, are you okay today well yeah you you care about what's going on with me you know he started asking questions back and then his relationship uh with God things changed with that and he started seeing how he loved me as Christ loved the church and you know, our whole relation, the kids saw it. Because mm. yeah, I think the kids thought we was going crazy. <laughs> oh, children. Oh, children. But uh, they saw it. You know, yeah. they were happier. They were glad to be in the house. And so we really have to uh, get to a place where we yeah. can really hear from God. And yeah. don't just hear from God, but be obedient to what he tells yes. you to do. That you word know? right there, obedience. Yes obedience that I think one. yes mm-hmm. I think um you struck a chord with that um as most people associate the word obedience with something negative right um and that's so not the case but you have done and are doing some phenomenal work um, with with relationships and um, your social media presence, things that couples need and things that wives need separate from their husbands and yes. husbands need separate from their wives. Um, share with the audience um, some of the work that you've been been doing. Well, we are coming upon our third conference. Awesome. Yes, I'm excited about this one. Of course, we all know COVID-19 changed the course of some things. So this was going to be a physical conference here in Jackson, Tennessee. Now it will be a virtual all-day conference. Okay. Um, it, it is for the whole, it's the whole life conference. And when I say whole life, W-H-O-L-E whole life because we want you you know so many of us are beaten 
broke down, battered, in shambles. We mm -hmm. shattered into many pieces. And we want to get whole. Yes. We want to allow God to put us on the potter's wheel and fix us up. I mean, really put that thing together the way he sees fit. Mm -hmm. And so we have brought in some people to talk about finances, to talk about um, how we eat and how it affects mm. our body and even our hormones and uh, how we feel. Uh, and then we have some uh, couples, some married uh, couples who are going to come and talk to us about marriage and relationships. Mm -hmm. And uh, even after being betrayed, even after mm. things didn't work out well, how you can allow God to fix that thing back up. Then we have some wonderful single women that are going to come through that thing. And I'm telling you, it's some fire. This one in particular, I mean, she has written three books about enjoying your singleness. Mm. And she is just going to pour into the single women. I'm telling you. It and this is what I mean about knowing who you are before. See, I didn't know who I was before I entered into marriage. Thank mm -hmm. God he works things together for Amen. our marriage. But we went through some hell yeah. getting to that place. But she's going to teach some single women how to, you ain't, you can surpass hell mm. and enter into a wonderful relationship with your boy. All you can right. go ahead, you know, he can put that thing together for you and you ain't got to go through all the preliminaries right. that we went That's through. Right. And so she's going to talk about that. And we have some therapists and uh, certified uh, social workers who are going to come together and have a panel. We're going to have a panel discussion where you can ask any question from A to Z, mm. from A to Z, finance, relationships, singleness, betrayal, hurt, pain, emotional trauma, whatever mm. it may be. And so they will be on hand to answer those questions. Then we have a lady. She is our keynote speaker, uh -huh. Marlon Williams of StockX. She's over there, culture and diversity, uh, uh, the part of their company. I'm telling you, this woman is phenomenal. I know her personally, mm -hmm. and I have watched her story as a teen, as she was my teenage mentor in okay. church, uh, to now being uh, a woman who has had a, a company that she was able to sell for over a million dollars, uh, to working in diversity from at Ford uh, Motor Company, to now being at StockX, raising a young girl. Uh, who mm. is now uh, into politics and doing things in public relations. This woman has a podcast where she discusses that your peace is non-negotiable. Mm, uh, she now. is just, honey, 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 honey. I, 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 I don't want to just compare her to mine, but uh, she's been to the mountaintop. All right. Now. <laughs> and she has some insight, honey, that is going to change. It's life changing. I don't care if you're a man, woman, boy, or girl. She mm. has a story to tell. And I really believe it's going to pour into the life of all everyone that attends. Mm, it's absolutely phenomenal. Yes. That is good. You know, <clears throat> if everybody listening right now and who's going to listen to this later on, before October 17th, y'all better get y'all ticket. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> um, so... What is the response that you're getting from the audience? Because this sounds like a must-have virtual seat into something that will change the lives of people's relationships. And even if that woman is 
a woman in waiting yes for her relationship what is the response that you're getting from your audience right now because i know you've been in this arena for <clears throat> some time now been about with, nine years yeah, yeah. so yeah, you years. have a social presence yes and in in entrepreneurship that is your lane and talking about relationships, building yes. relationships and yes. nurturing relationships and forming relationships. Yes. Um, how, how is the audience responding to just what you do and the conference as a whole? They are excited. They are excited. And I mean, some people who were with me at the very first conference and they were with me at the second conference. And they're like, oh, goodness, how is this going to be? Is it going to be better? Is it going to be better than <laughs> And I'm telling them, yes, yes, it's going to be better. They're That's like, right. no, it can't get no better than the second one. It can't get no better. You mean these different speakers? Uh -huh. I'm like, yes, these are different speakers. You found some more people good as dope? Yes, yes, the <laughs> Lord will provide. Yes. And yes, so they are will. excited. They are so, so excited. And I'm excited, too. And even our speakers um are excited and uh we are getting such feedback and then opening up to the speakers community they have invited their communities in Beautiful. and so we are getting such good respect people are really anticipating this i'm anticipating this and i really believe that god is going to do even more than we anticipate i really yes. really believe that he's going to do more i have testimonials from the second conference where people emailed me and wrote me different little stuff on cue cards and oh my goodness let me know let me know when you have uh -huh. the next one and so now i'm seeing people out in our in my community which uh is a relatively small community uh but they're seeing me at the dollar general what who don't speak send me an i'm on the email thing i got your email and so i'm like wait what 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 where they from where they from because I, uh -huh. I heard of this one but i didn't heard of that one before uh -huh. i'm like just just go to the registration that's page. right there's a meet the speakers thing go ahead and read it you know look them up you know yeah. join their communities and so everybody is excited and i'm excited because i'm gonna tell you i was at a point where i said i wasn't gonna do this no more mm. where i said you know it's too much work it's you know i'm not doing any more conferences and uh god said no god god mm. said no you you know it's you have to be obedient you teach women and men how to be obedient you teach them how to submit you teach them you know how to have relationship yes and and, and be obedient to the calling that i have on their life you too have to That's practice right. what you preach all and right so um i thank god that he has uh connected me with people like you who um just speak into my life and provide opportunity and is such a good example yeah. Uh, you know, not just talking about it, but being about it, you know, because yeah. we like to see, you know, testimonies in action. I, I like to right. see people doing what they talk about. That's right. And so um, God has just put me at a, a wonderful place, a wonderful place, even in 2020, where we thought things were mm. shambles. All I right. really see things coming together. I yeah. really see things coming together. So they're excited. I'm excited. I can't wait. We're a ah! month away. And I, I can't, can't either. I can't, can't either. Wait. Now, there are a lot of people who are tuning in right now. Did you ever imagine that you would be doing what you're doing today? No. <laughs> no, no. This, no. 
no, this was not my thing at all. This was not. Um, and people say this, and now it irritates me, and Lord have to work with me on that. Uh-huh. But I really was an introvert. I really was. Um, and it was because, you know, I have a past with being sexually molested. Mm-hmm. And that taught me to shut up, to not talk. Mm-hmm. Even when I wanted to, I, you know, because my abuser told me not to talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I just stopped talking, period. You know, I can even remember for a whole week when my grandmother passed away, who I was very close to, I didn't speak until her funeral. Mm. And, and that was tears. I, I I did not speak. And so I was really an introvert. And I, I dealt with people just, you know, high by, you know, God bless yeah. you. And I read books all the time. So for me to be oh, promoting anything, <laughs> for me to be in front of anybody, and uh, e- even me being a minister was like a surprise. Yeah. I'm like, Lord, who? You talk? <laughs> nah. Because, you know, I can write some good stuff. Yeah. But I ain't about to talk about it. Uh-uh, no. And so, no, I never thought I would be here. And for a long time, I fought it. I really, really fought it. I mm. did not want to do this at all. You know, all I wanted to do was be a, a nurse and take care of my kids, take care of my husband. And that was just going to be the life for me. Yeah. And, um, but God to put you in some uncomfortable situations. All right. To bring vision and passion yes. out of you. Yes. And so he put me in some uncomfortable situations. And he mm. kept putting me in those situations. <laughs> he said, she going to get it after a while. That's and right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a slow learner. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> That's but right. now that I'm here, I'm so comfortable in it. I can't even believe yeah. that I never even thought of it before. That I never, you know, just took advantage. I, I can remember being 16 and 15, 13 years old, and people asking me to speak at their church and in front of large, large um, congregations in Detroit, and me saying no. And my mother saying, Nainye, this is your opportunity. This is what you are meant to do. And I, no, I don't Mm. have nothing to say to people. People are not going to believe me anyway, because people didn't believe my abuse. Mm. I thought they wouldn't believe anything I said. And so I can remember being asked to do all so MC all sorts of programs and saying no. Saying mm. no because I thought I would make a fool of myself. I really, really did. And each time I put on a conference, the enemy tries to bring that same thing up every time. You're going to make a fool of yourself. That's not going to be successful. Mm. You're wasting your time. Nobody going to come. Mm. But honey, child. <laughs> all right. Okay, now. All right. I ain't going <laughs> to shout. But every time when I tell you he positions me around people and he shows me that he's working out together for my good. When I wake up from sleep in the middle of the night and I see two more tickets have been purchased and honey child, I know it's him. Yeah, I know it's him. And I know that this is where I'm supposed to be at this appointed time. Amen. Amen. That was for somebody who is questioning Yes. Whether or not they should step out on faith yes. and do what's been brewing on the inside of them for years. Yes. You can yes. be an introvert all day long, but God, when He calls you to do what He purposed you to do on this earth, okay, you can keep running. Sure. It's gonna eventually catch up with you. He'll come get you. He'll come get you. <laughs> all right. I love that. So you have the conference. 
You are in three anthologies. Are there yeah. any other new projects that you're working on right now? We're also getting together a membership. Uh, it pro we'll probably be rolling that out more November, December-ish. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll be sending out some links to that. It's going to be a membership where you can go 24 hours a day. You can get teachings. You can get um, worksheets. Um, all sorts of things about relationships. Mm. How to build your relationship with Christ. How to build your relationship with yourself. How to build your relationship with in, even in your career. Mm. how to make good decisions in your career. Mm -hmm. um, and so you'll be able to go to that portal at any time, day or night, and just receive those uh, teachings. Also, there's another book. This is going to be a solo venture um, okay. that I'm doing. This is my first solo uh, thing. Actually, there are two books coming up, but the, the first one is about um, soul ties, and it's called The Truth of the Matter. Mm. Uh, it, it's about some entanglements. Oh, uh, but um, it's it's. I'm, I'm looking at a January release for that okay. one. Um, but it's good. God been dealing with me on this book. I want to say it's been about five years, um, and I never wanted to. I really just didn't want to do it because it involves some personal stuff. Yeah. Um, that I really just didn't want to share. Um, he showed me a way to share the tr truth without airing all my dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. um, um, but at the same time, people know I'm not perfect. So, I mean, you That's know, right. but, you know, I, I, I do have family and, you know, so I'm like, Lord, how do I do this? And so I, I'm telling you, <laughs> whoo, Jesus. And then there's another <laughs> one that's going to be coming out. And I've been working on this for about two years, maybe. And it's okay. fiction, but it's fiction. Um, it's black. Uh, Christian freak fiction and it's a really good one I've had a couple of editors looking at it so far and so uh, it's almost done and uh, that's about ready to go to the editor and, and, and go ahead and be printed up but uh, uh, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good I just believe that's gonna be a first in a series of black fiction books I'm, I'm a little more comfortable with that but uh, <laughs> the other one has to be done it has okay. to be done because it's not about me that that's about helping somebody yes. else uh, yes. get out of some of these entanglements and yeah it's a way out it's a way out and you don't have to wear a scarlet a uh on your chest forever Come you know, on. god god cleans up the the the, the scarlet a's with the blood yes he does, yes, amen. He does. Amen. Yes, he does. So, and you don't have to look like what you've been through what you said what you ain't you got said. to wear it no more that's it that's it. That's it. So, okay. Yeah. This has been a treat for me, I know. And I know it is a treat for everyone listening in. And while we are bringing this to a close, um, so you know we're going to have to have you back to talk about the conference after yes. the fact. <laughs> yes, um, yes. What are two things you can leave with our listeners today? Something that won't just empower them, but something that will inspire them and kind of help them spark that action that they need to take on something in their lives. Oh, this one is making me a little teary-eyed. I, 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 okay. I was talking to my 20-year-old son the other day. And, you know, at 20 years old, you're impressionable. Yeah. 
And he, he has a new venture that he is seeking out. College didn't work out okay. for him the way he thought it would. Football didn't work out the way he thought it would. And so he has a, another route that he's going. And he said, Mom, people telling me I'm a fail. Mm. They're telling me, you know, that things aren't going to work out. He said, but Mama, I don't believe it. Come I on. believe that this is for me. Come on. And so what I told him in response was, baby, failure is what prepares you for success. Mm. So it doesn't matter how many times you fail. Yes. What matters is how many times you get back up. And I told him, so don't worry about the haters. God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And I'm going to tell you, don't, you don't have to be worried about them because they're not sure about themselves. Come on. They're at a crossroads. And they're trying to figure out what you're doing because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so don't be, if, if I can leave anything with you, don't be concerned about the failure. That's right. Know that success is on the other side. That's right. And don't be concerned about whether you got cheerleaders or not. Mm. You don't need a whole bunch of cheerleaders. That's right. All you got to do is keep God first. Mm. He said, mm. seek me first. And I add all this other stuff to you. Everything else will be added. That's it. That's the sum of the matter. <laughs> Before I even let you go, what you saying that reminded me of something my mother told me before my husband and I got married. And her words were, the only third person you need in your marriage is God. That's it. Everybody else got opinions. Mm -hmm. They want to know what's going on. They nosy. They have their advice. But the only other person you need to go to with your marital issues is God. She said, don't even come to me and your daddy. I'm telling y'all, it's somebody at the conference going to be talking about that same thing. Oh! That's, that's their topic. The three in marriage. The oh. three. Huh. That's it. That's it. Woo! You, you got us there. You got Woo. us there. I, I, I wasn't going to tell y'all that, but since it came up. <laughs> and and, and I'm going to tell y'all, I don't know none of these topics. That's it. You didn't I know. I didn't know any of these no. topics, but I felt led when you said that. Yep. Because so many people are so drawn to go to everybody yes. and tell them about the problems in their mm. relationships. Mm. And everybody handing out all kinds of stuff and ain't nobody winning so no guidance yeah. from God. Big First mistake. and foremost. Big so mistake. you doing this conference for people, people, it doesn't matter if you cannot go live the beauty of it is you can be at home in your pajamas that's and attend it. that's it that's it you ain't gotta spend money on no hotel you ain't gotta spend money on no room no flight no train plane automobile be in the comfort of your own home and everybody you want to participate and come watch had to buy a ticket too so <laughs> As we close, for the people who are listening, who's wondering and itching and like, well, how do I go? How can people get in contact with you? Okay, well, I'm on Facebook as Nyenye Jordan. That's N-Y-E-N-Y-E-J-O-R-D-A-N. 
I'm on Instagram as The Village, The Village. Um, and so you can always contact me through Instagram. Those are the main two that I'm on, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and so just come on. Come on and join me on Facebook. Friend request me, message me, and I can get you what you need. Um, and that's can about you it. share with them the link um, for them to purchase their ticket for the conference? All you got to go is go to bit.ly WL register. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash capital W capital L-R-E-G-I-S-T-E-R. All right. You all heard it here first. I so, so appreciate you gracing us with your presence <laughs> today. And oh, I know somebody was fed by the awesomeness that you shared. Yes, I pray that their you. lives have been changed. Yes. Um, audience, um, you heard it here. You got the information. You need to go purchase your ticket. Please go and support. Share the information. Like the information. Purchase your ticket. And if you know somebody else who needs this conference, don't just purchase a ticket for you. Grab one or two for them and That's bless right. somebody else with a ticket. So with that being said, I will offer this. I will bless somebody with a ticket. Oh, wow. Just so that they are able to come because I know there are a lot of people who are falling on hard times who may say, well, I want to go, but I don't have the money for a ticket. Mm. So I would love to do that for someone. God bless you. Bless oh, you. Yes. God I just love you. the work that you're doing. And I want to see other people be able to get to a point where they have a good relationship with themselves and building mm. a better relationship with their spouse. But first and foremost, having that unshakable relationship with our God. Amen. So Amen. with that being said, thank you audience for tuning in. And as always, you all know what I say, a pearl isn't a pearl until it's out of its shell. Thank you for tuning in.